Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, my kindred, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am Savanya Dracul, your host through this world of darkness. In the past, Doris was trapped in a gold coffin by Lucius Balefire, but escaped after a hundred years. In present day, the original Note Nostra demanded that Everett make a deal with them as well. Val considered that the beast could be resisted only by drinking people to death, and the mortified Evangeline refused to come to work. Now the Pyramid 2.0 have turned five New Haven citizens, and are accepting applications for more. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. You are all, most of you in the station, but Evangeline at home, seeing a press conference broadcast on the web through New Haven-only news sources, where the Pyramid 2.0 is announcing their next phase and introducing the five new vampires they have made in town. Dylan Zane is at the microphone just saying, we're so excited about this, this business, this next step for our new vampire tech corporation, the Pyramid 2.0. We're caught up. We're AI-fueled. We're here to just build the next stage of tomorrow by scaling up and up and up until vampires go to the moon. We're so excited to announce we have $50 million in seed funding. We've got our first range of new Tremere Pyramid 2.0 members. They're very excited. We're going to take applications now. We've already got more than 1,000 since we opened. Local New Haven residents who want to become vampires. So these first stages might be a little bit slow. We're only going to make five new vampires a week for the next little bit. But then we're going to start to 10x. And it's also really important. I have brand new news that only broke at the very beginning of this conference. Things got signed. I'm really excited to introduce my new chief financial officer. And he turns to the side and holds out a hand. And you all see a tall, gaunt, bald vampire in a fitted suit step forwards who, Doris, you recognize as Lucius Balefire. 
who you have not seen in 400 years shake Dylan Zane's hand and then step up and just say, I'm so glad that there is a future for the pyramid. We begin again. We begin anew. Right now, the Council of Seven is a bit of a Council of Two. Am I not right, Dylan? And Dylan's like, <laughs> but we're excited for the new wave of tomorrow. Get your applications in and just know that we're not just a business. We're a family. And the conference shifts to questions and the video ends. <laughs> was that Claire, that's, was that Doris? That's what Doris is doing. She's just emitting this like high pitched noise while staring at the screen. And Everett will read it incorrectly and be like, Oh, we shouldn't have put her in front of a TV. She doesn't <laughs> like she doesn't like screens and stuff. <laughs> Sorry, Doris, we could have maybe gotten you a newspaper about this tomorrow. Uh we'll try not to do that again. Doris? Officer Barbara. Hi. Sir? Yeah? Sir, I, uh... I... I need to go. I need to go. I need to... Mm. Well, no. uh... I need to leave. I need to leave this place. No. Do I need to leave New? No. He's going to put me in a box. He's going to put me in a box, sir. Don't let him get the golden casket, sir. Oh, no. Well, hey, I've hey, been hey. good this time. Hey. I've served the town. I can't do Officer it again. Officer Barbara. Relax. Take a, take a breath. I can't breathe, sir. Right. Well, take a moment, collect yourself, and uh, explain to us uh, what is what is going on. He's here. What do you know? Uh, that guy, Lucius. Don't speak his name. All right. Do you know him? <laughs> I'm gonna take a wild guess that she fucking knows him. Yeah, fair enough. I'm hoping he's funny, but I fucking doubt it. No, I don't think he is. <laughs> this is uh this is worse than Dylan then? Do you like golden coffins, sir? Uh uh, no, I guess. Have you ever seen one? No. They're roomy until they're not. One hundred years. One hundred years. One hundred cuts I'm going to take from his heart. Uh, Val, what are you thinking in the corner as this conversation has been happening? Val is just... <laughs> and to be clear, you're all like a foot from each other yeah. you're in Barty's office. Yeah. yeah. Val is just waiting for this to play out because it's just like things just keep keep getting worse. <laughs> Sheriff. Yeah. Since this fucking pyramid is here because of Toastarosa, you think they have uh, fucking standing permission to make a fucking bunch of kindred? Because otherwise we could nail them on that not getting permission. I figure if they're broadcasting it, then yeah, they're probably in the clear, but... Let's look into it. Okay. I need to make sure my cats are all right. And she's just going to kind of totter away. Unless you stop her. She's just going to totter away to make sure that her cats are all in her attic. Um, 
as long as I don't get a sense that that's some sort of weak excuse to go out into the streets and try to kill a CEO. <laughs> Yeah, the if question is, are seems, you actually going to check on if your it cat? Seems yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And if I read that, then I'm like, all right, yeah, go take after take after the cats. Yeah. Um. Um. It, yeah, I think right before she goes up into the attic, um, <laughs> she'll she'll turn around, um, and just say, um, don't, don't take a gift. Don't, don't look a gift casket in the no that's not right just and she's going to kind of touch her eye and just say yeah <laughs> I can't see where this goes anymore excuse me and she's going to go upstairs sure since half the department's taking the fucking day off what do you want to focus on <laughs> I, uh, I gotta make a call first, and then I'll get back to you on that, all right? Fine. I'd like to call Ridley Beef. Okay. Yeah. You've, you've got to sell. Bart doesn't have that number. Where do you want to go to make this call? Are you just making it in the office? I'll just make it in the office. Yeah. Great. Uh, <laughs> it, it rings. It rings. Um, there's no, there's no answer. And that makes sense, given how our last conversation went. Everett's like, I deserve that. <laughs> um, I will text this number. Um, Your phone starts ringing. I will answer the call. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, Ridley. Yeah, that phone's fucking dead, mate. You know, I always change my number. Right, I just went with the last one I had. I'll hang on to this number then for at least the next little while. Yeah, well, I mean, you can fucking text you, otherwise I'll call you if we need be. I, I, I'll fucking... Or if somebody fucking email you a number of fucking something. I don't know. Just don't hang up on me. I don't fucking like that. Yeah, all right. I'm sorry. I got a little hot last time. Okay, it's not like you to fucking apologize. I'm impressed. I'm sorry I was so fucking rude. What's going on? Uh, the investigation. Uh, you found my fucking mum? We did not. Oh, fucking shit. Um, Do you have any fucking leads? We have... Weak leads at best. Uh, well, I mean, it's better than fucking nothing. What you got? I've got a hot and cold prophet who told me that my mom is near flowing water. How does it? How does it fucking help me? That's kind <laughs> of what even... I was thinking when she told me that. Okay, well, don't fucking listen to the psychic. If I needed to, I could call someone on the fucking internet. Fucking pay forty dollars an hour for them to blow smoke up my fucking ass. Look, there's okay. a reason I'm calling. Yeah, I figured. Okay. <laughs> I'm in deeper and deeper with these folks in this town here. Stop fucking digging. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not a, a. I was going to say it's not a problem, but it is a massive fucking problem. But there have come opportunities with it. For okay. example, I'm the sheriff here. Oh, fuck me. Okay. So I kind of have a tenuous and adversarial inside line with the prince here okay and i was wondering if i could position to him how much getting him to help us find your mom would help you fuck up the new note nostra because he doesn't like them neither well don't let me fucking kill damien black which i like so yeah if he can find my fucking mom that's fine use whatever you've got to do and just get back here fuck this fucking town who gives a shit about some podunk fucking losers in the woods 
It's complicated, but I wanted to run this by you first before I gave this a shot. Well, I mean, what do you think the prince is going to do? Does he, he have the fucking muscle? Because I'll tell you, they're all over fucking Montreal. It's not fucking like I can go down the street and it's just Damien. He's got a whole fucking army. I know, but I also know that one of the main things keeping you from going ape shit on him is that your mom's in danger. That's true. Get my mum out and I'll turn this town into a right fucking war zone. That's what I figured. And all I'm looking for is for you to do that so that some of the heat can come off of us on this end. I know they're spread thin. They're fighting a war on multiple fronts. Okay, I like oldies. What I don't like is you telling an outside party about my fucking mum and then her getting kidnapped by a new person who fucking blackmails me different. Hence my phone call. Okay, so what's the question? My question is, can I do this with your blessing or should I drop it? You have my blessing if you don't fuck it up. And let's leave the definition of fucking it up as loosely as possible. Great. I'll get my mum back. You didn't fuck it up. I don't <laughs> get my mum back. You fucked it up. All right. Thanks, Ridley. And no fucking problem. Uh, how's life? I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to hang up. It's just fucking hangs up. <laughs> how's life? Fucking head up. <laughs> head over to Val. Say... <laughs> All right. You know that uh, feller called the station, put you as our bounty hunter onto tracking down his mom? Yeah, your fucking not friend. Yeah, my not friend. Well, I just got off the phone with him, told him about a little idea I had where, you know, we've got all this extra heat coming on us now from Red Sail, from the new Note Nostra, from Note Nostra fucking classic. <laughs> yeah. We... Need a little bit of breathing room here. So I figured, why not entice Tostarosa with the idea that helping us find Ridley's mom would uh, fuck things up for the new Note Nostra. Ridley's mom is being captive. It's the only thing keeping him in check, keeping him on a leash. You lose that leash. I've seen that guy. He goes fucking nuts. He will make problems for them. Problems for them is good for us. All right. I mean, if you think, if this guy's on the level and you want to help him out and not, you know, kidnap his mom ourselves. <laughs> I didn't, maybe it's the cop in me, but mm -hmm. I never considered kidnapping her ourselves. I figured it would be like a rescue. Okay. Well, I'm just saying if this guy's not your friend and he'll go fucking mental off the leash... Do we need another asshole player in all of this? He's on the other side of the country. I, I, I'm just thinking, well, I'm trying to think like a Camarilla vampire, trying to make deals, trying to come at this the way Tostarosa wants us to. You know, being the sheriff the way I think I should be a sheriff is not working. That's fair. And I mean... You can try it with Tostarosa. I don't think you garnered any favors sparing me. And I don't know what the fuck kind of muscle he has. Well, he's got Red Sail, and I figure if he wants to use Red Sail to secure her, then they're off our backs. And if it goes well, maybe he lacks us. Maybe we get on his good side. I don't know. That could work. My only worry is just once... Once it's out that that's an important person, and if this is a mortal we're dealing with... It is. The kindred are more likely to kill her than not, so... 
but maybe it still needs to be us. Maybe we just need help. We probably need help because we can't go fucking walking into Calgary now. Everyone will be waiting for us. Well, no. If we knew someone who was fucking subtle or who wasn't directly connected to us, maybe that would help out. But there's vampires all over the fucking city. Val, you're Romeo Witson awareness. Oh, boy. Yep. There we go. <sighs> Two successes. His name's Matthew Theobald. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> oh. Here, yeah. Here's the fucking thing. We could ask Matthew about it, but the moment he knows about it, he's going to use it as a bargaining chip too. Well, so if we him, make it more worthwhile for him to not fuck us, maybe this Ridley guy could be another asset to him. Ridley's not going to lack that. For Matthew, information is power, right? Yep. He's an information broker. Do we have anything he doesn't already know? <laughs> he knows fucking everything about this town and all the people in it. We gave him our last bargaining chip. Yep. Well, maybe we can stretch that. Yeah. Maybe it was a real good bargaining chip. And maybe he fucking hates the new Note Nostra more than he wants to fuck us over, but that's uh, going out on a limb and we have no power to fight against him with. All right, so what are we getting up to tonight? We can, we should, investigate Pyramid 2.0, especially when they make a public statement like that. Yeah. Haven't heard anything come across our desk about them making those big moves, and we're the, sh uh, we're the Sheriff Department of New Haven. Might as well say hello. <laughs> All right. So we'll see them tonight. See if uh, anything stinks, you know? Everything fucking stinks, but I hear you, Sheriff. My question is, do we bring Doris with us? <laughs> I was going to say, we cut to upstairs. Oh, Doris. Oh, okay, okay. What have you been up to during this period of time? I was going to say, cut to Doris as a spider above their heads. <laughs> she's they're still like Oh, I'll allow that. Yeah, if you just want to join this scene, that's fine. Yeah, no, um... Uh, no, I think, I think, yeah, like, maybe we, maybe that would end up like that, but during their conversation, I think she's doing, like, a frantic tarot reading with this new piece of information. Yep. Um, it's like, it's like a one, yeah, it's like a one card tarot reading with this man in mind, with, like, Lucius in mind. Great. Can you roll me, uh, wits and a cult? Mm-hmm. One hunger, one, two. Four successes. You get a card that is a hurricane <laughs> with no top and no bottom. Okay. You want to try again? I mean, yeah. Four successes out of six is pretty. Yeah, I'll try again. Oh, oh, shit. That's oh no, that's two t two tens, but neither is on a hunger day. So one, two, that's three, four, five, five so with two tens, seven, seven. Uh, mm. You have a king who is hanging from a noose while the crown falls from his head, and it is inverted. It is not one of the cards from your typical deck. You do not know how I got there. Okay. Oh. Okay. I just hate what? Laura's over there hating this. She I just hates it. Oh, to be clear. I'm so stressed out. <laughs> oh. Just in general. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. Great. 
then <laughs> very Canadian response. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Then I think then we cut to... Yeah, that's where you then go downstairs with that result and join into this, which is should they bring Doris. Yeah, and then you just hear from above your head, you just hear... (laughs) Is here, the crown shall fall. Jumping Jesus and his gun drawn at the ceiling. (laughs) Val, no reaction. No reaction. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi there, I'm Tom McGee, and I love stories. And odds are, if you're listening to our shows, you do too. So, if you're wondering how you can help support our storytelling and world building and these wonderful characters and their sometimes ridiculous journeys, you can head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. There you'll find a variety of different levels and different perks, starting from as low as a dollar, which gets you into our Patreon-only Discord, where you can talk about the latest episodes, all the twists and turns, and just generally hang out with some truly lovely people. There's a whole variety of levels with everything from advanced episodes, ad-free feeds, to, of course, at our $25 level, getting to create your very own character who appears in some of our shows and sometimes becomes a a long-running friend or foe of our characters. So... If you want to get involved, if you want to help us tell more of these stories, then head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And help us create more of these fun adventures together. Val, can you roll me a wits and awareness? <laughs> oh, whether she's playing it cool or she actually knew. No, 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 this is just... <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, seven successes. Oh, two tens. Seven. I was going to say, you 100% saw Doris coming and did not warn the sheriff. <laughs> yeah, you were having a conversation. Yeah, but you saw her and was like, let's probably startle him and then just let it happen. Yep. You get to enjoy it. Perfect. That's all. Yeah. You just had the perfect, perfect view for that. Wonderful. God, Doris, get down here. <laughs> no. Up here's where it's safe, sir. But I forgot. Everything's going my way today. Why was I ever afraid? And she's gonna start like manically laughing. Um, you you think we want to fucking take this with us? <laughs> no, sir. You don't understand. The crown, his crown, is upside down. Who's? I'm I'm so scared to ask. Whose crown, Officer Barbara? Lucius Balefires. I'm the guy from the TV. I'm going to string him up by his own innards and take his crown and eat it. <laughs> All right, I, I think we got to leave her here. <laughs> All right. No, no. <laughs> Sir. I'm not saying what you're proposing is not going to happen. I'm saying I'm not allowing it to happen today don't agree with anything he says don't agree to anything I've made he's enough a trickster deals. he'll lock you away he'll lock you away sir he locked me in a box for a hundred years 
<laughs> he did. Is that, is that right? A golden casket, sir. But it's all right. I'm going to melt it down in my mind. Hmm. And cast it he as his He imprisoned a member yes. of the New Haven Sheriff's Department for a hundred years. Four hundred years ago. It's got to be some kind of crime in this city, right? <laughs> Retroactively. Is that how the law works? I like to think that that's how the law could work. You make the law, sir. Yeah, what do you think, Sheriff? I think I want to meet this guy and figure out what the hell they're doing in our town. It doesn't seem like it's all about Officer Barbara here anymore. He's going to make Sorry everybody to love him, sir. Five people a week. And they love him. He's going to make them love him. Yes. And I'm going to send them all to the bottom of the ocean. Hmm. Well, we don't want that, do we? Do we? I can't tell. <laughs> I don't, I, look, I, cards on the table. I don't want people turn to vampires and then drop to the bottom of the fucking ocean. So I want to see what this guy's about, what they're doing here. And I we can, can do that under the guise of being the sheriff's department and greeting a new powerful group in town. But I can't bring you along if you're going to go all Doris Francis Barbara on him. I can tell you what he's going to do, sir. He's going to create his own army. How certain of that are you? Oh. So. So certain. And this debate continues. Meanwhile, mm. over at Evangeline's house. Evangeline, you are trying to watch The Office. <laughs> <laughs> You had this come through on your phone. You're sitting with Teddy on the couch, just watching bullshit, trying to take a day off and chill. That news, though, came through on your phone. Mm -hmm. um, for a moment, Evangeline is extremely concerned. Um, holy shit. I mean, like that Will, Will William Walker's got to be one of those vampires, right? Or he's got to be in <laughs> line. There's going to be people who are just Can you roll me a awareness? Yeah. Wondering about that. One hunger? Uh, yes. You're back home, so you've eaten. Okay. Two successes. Two successes. Four of the vampires you don't recognize. The yeah. fifth you do. It is Martin de Kaiser. Martin de Kaiser. Who was way, way back when, when you went to the retirement home, she was the little old lady who talked to you that you promised to go get coffee with sometime. She loved your catchphrase and was a big a big fan of you being on the news. Oh, oh God. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. Bull. Evangeline. Um and it Evan oh God, she's doesn't she just doesn't want to think. She doesn't want to think about people she knows volunteering for this life when they don't understand what they're signing up for just go oh, innocent people oh, innocent people um so she, she turns off her phone she turns it right off and she runs upstairs or she runs downstairs to the basement and like puts it in a random box and comes back upstairs um and then and grabs the remote and like presses play on the episode they're watching 
should I ask? He says, <laughs> wincing next to you on the couch, is you're a cat person who just hid your phone in a box in the basement? You don't, um, okay, uh, she pauses. <laughs> um, okay, I'm just, I'm just gonna say this once. People are, uh, bet the bad, you know, the Pyramid 2.0, they're the ones that Doris really hates. Yeah, like, yeah, kinda, yeah. Yeah, um, so they're now, uh, taking like volunteers, uh, just like lovely, lovely humans walking around, um, uh, and turning them into vampires. Oh. Um, don't, don't, do not, okay? Just don't. Do not. You don't, I promise you don't want it. You don't want it. Okay, but like, but you have it. Yeah. So if I get it, then we both have it, and we don't have any of the danger anymore. What? You, it's all danger. It's all danger all the time. It's just different danger, and you can't see the fucking sun again. Uh, okay. Okay. Listen, I'm just trying to walk down this road because there was a road where the town has to work, or you will end up eating me. So you're stuck in this terrible fucking job, surrounded by people who are actively attacking each other, and everybody might get murdered all the time. And if the town goes down, I die anyways. But if I become a vampire, then you aren't a danger to me anymore and we could leave. Uh, is That's a tempting thought for Evangeline. Um, just leaving, running away. Um, Can you roll me a with an awareness? Yeah. Three successes. This is the first time I think it really hits you that you could make him a vampire. Yeah. Uh look, how how long how long have you been thinking about this? How long has this like been a thought? Of like me becoming a vampire? Yeah. It hadn't really been on the table, but like probably since I don't know the moment I found out you were a vampire. I mean I'm human. Of course we're all gonna think about how do we become the eternal weird things that have to murder, but it seems like there's a way around it now with technology, so it might be okay. But, okay, here's I want you to really think about like Okay, let's say you're a vampire suddenly. Okay. And we run away. We go. Yep. Where do we go? Like right now? Yeah. Where do we go? We're just looking for... These are weird questions, but we're going to walk down a dark path yeah. because we're on this path together. Are we killing people or are we not killing people? That's what I was going to get to. Okay. Uh... I mean, we can like, I could probably get my hands on like a bunch of rations to last us for a while, but like, eventually we're going to run out. And then what do we do? I mean, we got enough powers to be able to like rob blood banks and shit, right? We just like stick to RV yeah, or do something like, like that. I mean, we sound not enough it. people are donating blood anyways. The, the blood banks are really hurting for like normal people. That is true. What if we just eat scumbags? Like we do like the superhero thing. If they're a criminal, we can eat them. If they're nice, we don't. But then that's, like, I think you and I are, like, we talk about this. Like, we're both, like, staunchly against, like, capital punishment. Isn't that just, like, the same thing? I mean, yeah. I don't know. My whole morality is fucked since vampires became yeah. real. Like, you, we're living under laws that don't make sense to me. Everything's fucking capital punishment in this town. You're under, like, you are stuck under capital punishment laws forever. Technically, I know. So if this town doesn't work, I'm open season on getting eaten Ooh, yeah. or brutally murdered. Oh, my God. 
So right now, I have no ability to survive that. If I become a vampire, I have some ability to survive that, which is tempting. Shit. But then we definitely run, and we're going to get corrupted and become shittier people. No, I I think you just need to run. You need to run. You need to run. Okay, if I run, though. No, I'm trying to think. The only way that you stay safe is if you run, and you just, like, you only ever go out in the daylight, and that's it. And then for the rest of your life, you're safe. Just stay even, in the light. No, they got a list of all of us who are in this town. We signed well, up. They then, know where they'll hunt us. We could find, just get it. I don't know, change your name. I don't know. Could we go with Val? She's got fucking will. She's figured out how to live with one human for a while. And she could murder fucking anything, yeah. as far as you can tell me. I can't get my hands on three garbage trucks, but that was our theory on the best way to slow her down. So you, me, Val, and Will, we run away. And we get the fuck out of here. Maybe. Shit goes bad, we fuck off. You know she likes Will more than she likes the town. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Then we nail down a solid blood source because it'll look after you I... guys. And if it's solid enough, Will and I escape old age and become vampires who, I don't know, make blood or whatever. We 3D print blood. Okay. Okay, I gotta talk to Val. Okay. Okay, and if shit goes to shit, I don't know. You could turn me, the strongest person you know, the oldest person you know, somebody fucking turn me and we'll just fuck off into the wilderness. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I just, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to, I don't like it. I don't like it. I think we're going to end up, even Val was talking about like drinking people till they're dead. Just like be more effective at our jobs. Like, ugh. Okay, okay. This dark scenario, it's all a dark scenario, but if we have to get the fuck out of here, we get the fuck out of here. If we can solve blood, we solve blood. If we can't, we go to somewhere where there's like fucking really evil drug cartels and we eat them. Okay. Columbia's really nice, like the weather's all supposed year. to be great. I'm sure it's yeah. nice at night. They sort like jungles gotta be yeah. pretty at night. Yeah. This is like the weirdest retirement conversation. Look on the bright side, we didn't invest very much. So, like, we're not going to lose the money we don't have. Yeah, I mean, our poor financial planning. That's a <laughs> Pays off with the Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, you want to watch The Office? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, whatever. I mean, one more day won't hurt. I'll just, I'll, I'll see Val tomorrow. I'll find a way to talk to her. And you watch television while having a crisis, like couples everywhere (laughs) at all times. Meanwhile, back at the station, you've come to a decision. There is a car that I think you said you wanted to go visit the pyramid, correct? Was that the intention? I want to go visit the pyramid. Wouldn't mind trying to call uh, Lord Tostarosa on the drive over if Val is up for taking the wheel. Sure, Sheriff. Um, are we going in with weapons? Quick question before we dive into this. Is Doris with you or not? I made the decision not to. How hard do you want to fight that decision? <laughs> she won't because she has a... Oh, right. But, but would, right. You, would you have argued... You, are, you would have argued to be included, right? No. I don't think so. I think she's convinced that she's going to somehow hang him. Um, but I don't think that she thinks that 
going with you guys and just walking in is the right way to do it. So I think um, she has cautioned you about like, I think there was like a conversation of, of like, Val, remember when I compelled Will? Yeah, Doris. Remember how you didn't like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now imagine being a part of a group that makes you drink your makes you drink blood, and as soon as you start drinking the blood, you're compelled for the rest of your life. That's yeah. what it's like joining the pyramid. Yeah, I've heard about the pyramid Tremere freaks. All right, I get it. And not you, obviously, because you're not in the fucking pyramid, Doris. No, I just wanted to give you a... The grand scheme of things. In terms of... <laughs> stakes. <laughs> I have experiments to do. Excuse me? Officer Barbara, are you... Uh, yes. Are you on duty today or are you taking a personal day? Because I can't tell with you right now. You're all over the place. Can I count on you to do some work, or do you oh, have other things you need to do? I'm going to do some work, sir. I have an assignment for you then as well. Oh. Oh, that kind of work. Yes, sir. need you to go next door to these uh, red cell folk that have shacked up beside us and uh, introduce yourself. You're a deputy of the sheriff's department. I don't want to be the first one they see because we didn't get on too good last time. You didn't? No. Oh. But that's not the main reason. The main reason is I want you to tell me what you see and what you hear when you're in there. And feel free to uh, use any of your abilities, let's say, to just gather information. Nothing hostile. We don't want to make enemies of them more than they already are. I just want to learn about them. Can you do that? Yes, sir. Thank you, Officer Barbara. We'll see you later tonight. Yes, yes. A few minutes later, Everett and Val, you are in the car. You can pick up your conversation where you were a moment ago. Yeah. Ma'am, are we uh, going in guns blazing threatening? Or are we trying to be, well, polite to them? I can't. I can't do threatening the way you do threatening. I'm going to do polite. And if it needs to be threatening, that's what you're there for. All right. Well, don't drink anything they give you. And just know that they all have powers like Doris. So we'll just have to watch out for one another if they make suggestive sentences at us. Right. <laughs> Is there any way we can prepare for that in your experience? <laughs> fucking the worst i don't know just try not to make eye contact all right you got any uh you got an extra pair of shades oh Val glove box gives you sunglasses <laughs> yeah. we're going in with sunglasses yeah i like it a lot uh because of the things you've done on recent adventures i just want to add some quick stats for y'all okay. uh Val, when it comes to Streetwise, mm -hmm. I'm going to give you a specialty in anything related to Kindred. So if you're using Streetwise to try to figure out a plan of what you think a Kindred would do, you've done enough investigations, you've met all the players, you know who's on the field. So I think that would give you an automatic die bonus to Streetwise Ooh. for your gut checks on that. Everett, I'm going to do something a little broader, but it's just because there are a couple of things that fall under this category. In terms of politics, in terms of leadership, in terms of intimidation, or in terms of persuasion, I want to add the specialty of New Haven. 
Uh, you've done a really good job while using those skills of enhancing and making threats on the city's behalf, convincing people on the city's behalf, that kind of thing. It won't universally apply to all characters you're dealing with. If they don't give a fuck about New Haven, you can't really swing the New Haven stick in a way they care about. But when the city is involved or with people who give a shit about it, you will add an additional die to any of those uh, skills if they're coming up. All right. You're stepping into the sheriff boots. You did good with the new Note Nostra in that meeting, so I want to make sure that the <laughs> dice can reflect your ability to do well in those circumstances. This is one die being added to yes. rolls event? Okay. I'm just... it, so if you are using intimidation, leadership, persuasion, or politics, I would mm -hmm. also throw possibly etiquette. You can get away with a little bit more. Because there for... of its broadness, do you yes. want me to just... I'm just writing down New Haven's voice, and right. we can just invoke that and hash it out that's perfect if that's okay yep that yeah. and then you've also if you remember i want to make sure you got it on your sheet you're kind of against impossible odds where you can add a die for that thank you that's something that's been floating around that got mentioned that i think was not on your sheet so let's make sure it is thank you against impossible odds plus one <laughs> thank you no problem so you are heading to the pyramid, but I believe first you wanted to make a phone call. Yeah, um, through the same method that I contacted um, Lord Tostarosta uh, <laughs> at the trial. So calling his building and getting his uh, receptionist or, or assistant or whatever. Yep. I'd like to try and call that line just from my cell phone. Lord Tostarosta's office. Hi there, this is uh, Sheriff Everett Fry. I'd like to speak with Lord Tostarosa. Do you have an appointment? I don't know if this is a bit of an impromptu thing, but I do have a matter that I believe he would like to hear. And how urgent is this? Uh, about a seven out of ten. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, I'll put you through. You have to sit there for a moment. And you just go, it's, it's just tiny to, because the radio is off so he can talk on the phone so it's just this tiny annoying we're at a red light it's just you hear the shadows of, are we there yet? <laughs> In your mind. Hello. Uh, hi. Uh, Lord, Lord Tostarosa. You're damn right. Hi, it's uh, Sheriff Fry here. Yeah, I know. My assistant told me. That's why you were on hold for so long. What's going on? Thought I'd tell you about uh, how things went in Calgary last night. That's not a 7 out of 10. What's the 7 out of 10? 7 out of 10 is I believe I have a way to uh, disrupt the Nunote Nostra. And, uh, Great, do it. All right. I'm also asking for your support. That's why I'm bringing the idea to you so you can weigh in on whether you want to support it or not. <sighs> What's the idea? I know a guy out in Montreal, someone I used to roll with before I got here. Okay. He's a real menace uh, right. and uh, can cause a lot of trouble for them, but they currently have his mom and he's got a soft spot for her. He's a bit of a mama's boy. It's the, basically the only thing keeping him from going completely fucking ape shit on the new Note Nostra. And I figured if we did him that favor, he would A, just purely go after them out of revenge, but B, might be amenable to working with us in the future. So we go into Montreal, we kidnap his mom. His mom's in Calgary. More convenient. We go to Calgary, we kidnap his mom, blackmail him, 
He comes to New Haven. He goes to war in Calgary as a distraction until he dies. I was thinking more of a honey than vinegar kind of approach. Mm. Uh, It's worked pretty good for me. But why would he come to Calgary to fuck a bunch of things up? If he's that big a deal, doesn't he have roots in Montreal? Doesn't he have his own people in Montreal? He does, but they're all under him. And with him being held at bay by the threat of violence on his mom, he can't uh, act on his full potential. And he can cause a lot of problem for the new Note Nostra in Montreal. Yeah, but that doesn't affect Calgary. So I don't care about Montreal. They would send forces, money, blood over to Montreal. Would they? Yeah, they don't want to lose any territory. They're looking to expand. But Felix Sanguino seems to really be after Calgary. So knowing they're the mafia, I don't know if they're super localized in the sense of moving their own assets around. Plus, Calgary's already a war zone. Isn't Calgary bleeding Montreal? Why would they turn back around? I figure one more puncture point one more bleeding wound in the animal puts it down easier i like the bleeding wound idea i like that i like pissing off the new note nostra i like keeping them distracted in calgary i don't like giving up leverage so what if i just get the mom and she comes to stay at a nice spa i'm sure it's nicer than where she's been taken now she hangs out here we make sure to keep her safe quote quote And then he just gets to come to Calgary and fuck some shit up. You know, you say you don't like giving up leverage. Correct. I just heard on the news that the Pyramid 2.0 is going to be converting New Haven's food supply five people at a time every week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm a small, I'm, I'm, I'm a partial investor in that. I think, listen, if they can get it started and get it done right this time, the Pyramid's got some real potential. Potential for what? I just don't see how it helps New Haven, how it helps the prince of New Haven. No, no, no. It's designed to go much further. First of all, any new vampires they make can just go eat outside of town. That's fine. Go bleed other people. Go into Calgary and make a problem for the new Note Nostra. I don't give a shit about them. What it does is it gives me a lot more vampires under my control, and it gives me, you know, the only source of consistent blood sorcery in Canada, if not North America, in a rapidly expanding organization in my town. So for me, I see it as the easiest way to take over the world, scaling up vampires really, really rapidly. And really, what I would say is disrupting the Camarilla is a term that I've heard a lot. And I believe in this institution, but I think it's time for us to take it to the next level. Disrupting the Camarilla. That's what everybody does in politics, my friend. I just, I don't know. I hear they don't like being disrupted. No, but nobody likes losing an election or getting defeated. And people die all the time. It's hard being a vampire, you know, at least if you're poor. Yeah. All right, look, I brought this to you as an option. It sounds like the terms that I've laid out don't agree with you. No, 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 but I'd really like to know this lady's name because if we can get an agent there, that's really useful for us. Uh, I don't know that that's going to work, sir. No? Uh, no. Okay, I order you to give me your name. All right. Her name is, and I just turn up, I turn the dial on the radio to like AM... 500 like just garbage station and it's just <laughs> static and i say can you hear hello hello and i hang up <laughs> that is a choice yep. <laughs> okay sounds like that went well sheriff yeah yeah it went great just drive val 
and I'll just drive and not say anything else. <laughs> Evangeline, what episode of The Office are you watching? Um, uh, we're watching. I forget the name, but it's the fire drill. That is a good episode. Played after the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, you both know a lot of facts. So you're like the two people who watch yeah. The Office a lot. So you're, you're you're looking at each other at the same moment in Lord of the Rings and going, "Did you know he broke his foot?" But it's mm. for The Office. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the station. Doris, you're ready to go over to the building that is being claimed by Red Cell. But as you step towards the front door of the sheriff's office, it opens and a giant brick wall of a man walks in. Schwarzenegger big, wearing mirrored sunglasses and a sheriff's uniform that is two sizes too small. So it is painted on a bodybuilder-esque <laughs> huge form. And Vladimir, the tax man, looks down at you and says, It's a pleasure to be here. We are both cops. <laughs> All right, you. Where is everyone? Working. All right, I will work with you. <laughs> Where do we go now? Um, next, next door. After you, little one. Then he opens the door, almost twice your height, just allowing you to go mm -hmm. past him and then following you. Are you sure you want to? I am another sheriff's deputy. I do my job. There's, there's paperwork to be done. I don't do paperwork. I don't want to. I don't want to either. Great. Neither of us do it then. I don't like you. <laughs> That's fine. Mm -hmm. Immaterial. I respect that answer. Right. Well then... Is this the building? He says there's a three-story building next to the sheriff's station. Yes. You are to keep your ears and your eyes open. Done and done. And he knocks on the door. I was... Right. Sheriff's department, open the fuck up. No! You're supposed to be nice. I am cop. I do not have to be nice. We are nice here. Yeah, well, you can be nice. And he opens the door and immediately has three M16s in his face. And he's like, oh, we are cops. Put your gun down. But he holds perfectly fucking still and doesn't move. Hello. I have come to talk. And who are you here to talk to? Well, who are you? All right, all right, that's enough. And you just see this waved hand from the back of the room. And these are full SWAT kitted out red cell agents. They're in black and red body armor. They've got sigils of blood drops on their chest. They look like every bad cop's dream of being the ultra militarized police force. They're the villains in a lot of the, yeah. you know, tabled like the real time strategy games. And at the central table, you see the captain. Uh, he has two gold stripes on one of his shoulder pads. He has salt and pepper hair with a military military air to him. He is covered in scars. And you see he also has fangs. And he just says, all right, I'm Captain Rodolph Costi Pentecost. What can I do for you? I'm Doris Francis Barbara. It appears we both have fun names. Sure. Your sheriff throw you out of a goddamn helicopter in the goddamn woods. No, 
Great, well, he's done that to one of us, so let's not pretend this is a fucking social call. Did he throw you out of a helicopter? You're goddamn right he did, and he left me for fucking dead. So I'm the guy who gets to come here to make sure he stops fucking around. I thought he got tossed out of a helicopter. Yeah, well, we all had time when helicopters go down. Some fucking doors stay open. I'm gonna clean this fucking town up. We're gonna start patrolling the streets, you know. Like we should. We're going to start checking IDs and we're going to start putting bullets in people who don't belong in this goddamn town. So why are we wasting our time here? You don't have to prove your worth to me, sir. I just wanted to come by and say hello. Fabulous. Fuck off. No. And just ten more red cell people come out of the side doors and are like, yeah, you're going to have to leave. I just want to talk. That's real nice. No thanks. I work for Tostarosa. You work for a moron. I don't think that's very kind. Unless you're speaking of Barty. In which case, well, I can't speak to that very much. Haul her out. And you just see a bunch of red cell guys step forward to grab you by the arms and carry you out of the building. Um, uh, are they doing the same to Vlad? Vlad is smart enough to not be shit-talking a room of 20 people with machine guns. Vlad is just backing up. Um, uh, I think, okay, so she's she's not going to, like, fight these guys, but she's also going to say, like, uh, what does the sheriff have to do to convince you that we're doing our best here? Convince Tostarosa. How? Not my fucking problem. And then the door closes your unceremoniously dumped onto the street and you just see six different Hummers full of red cell guys with some on the back with a 50 cal uh, head out to start patrolling the town. Can you roll me a wits and awareness? Yep. (laughs) Uh, That's five successes because I got two zeros. Five successes. You overhear on one of the radios as a red cell guy is the last red cell operative is stepping back into the building. You overhear being fed over the radio that you assume goes to all the cars. The street address of Jiro Kishimoto's house. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, Del Borvik at Deltastic on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and storyteller Ryan LaPlante at The Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Blood and Syrup's artwork was created by Del Borvik at delborvik.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We also have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Sleep well, my kindred. Sleep well in this world of darkness. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, 
Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, D&D and Things, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Flea Unit, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.